You are listening to I Hate Average Podcast featuring Jay from the Bronx. Alright, another week, another great episode, I Hate Average Podcast. Thank you guys for listening, thank you guys for your support last week. Fun, fun episode, I had the lovely ladies of Good Girls Behaving Badly Podcast. It was fun, had great feedback, a lot of people liked it, a lot of people liked our conversation, brought some interesting topics to air. Um, it was a lot of fun. Felt like I was a, a member of their crew. <laughs> but um, anyway, thanks again to the lovely ladies of Good Girls Behaving Badly. Thanks for the support. Thanks for, uh, I guess we did like a cross, a cross uh, podcast episode and it was fun. Um, this week, wow. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited about this guest. Uh, so this week we have Miss Victoria Coker. Yes, I said Victoria Coca. I'm so excited from Colored Content. If you guys haven't checked out Colored Content, please do so. She basically, she just, she found uh, some of the best African-American or diverse um, content uh, web series, documentaries, uh, different, different various forms of content, video content from online and uh, she curated it and they have it on her site you can find it easily uh, so any web series producers or directors please hit her up please um, it's an interesting concept great great uh, interview great uh, insight I love the, the concept of color content um, we need you know a specific place instead of you know always having to go to YouTube or places like that have a specific place where you know you can get our shit our stuff right excuse my language i'm just excited <laughs> it's the eve of uh, election day so definitely definitely this is just i'm on edge right now so <laughs> so uh, we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow but anyway definitely check out colorcontent.com check out this interview with vicky victoria coker um a lot of fun so another week down check it out all right everyone i have here with me miss victoria coker from colored content how are you i'm doing well in yourself i'm doing good i'm doing good i appreciate your time thank you so much for uh accepting the interview um i'm excited to hear about colored content so how did you uh get started with it? where did the concept come from Oh my gosh, it's such a long story, but let me just tell you like the short version. I cut off my cable and then I tried to look online for content and I realized that it was really hard to find content created by people of color. And if you go on YouTube, it's even harder to find quality content. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to create this one platform, curate quality content and make it accessible for people. Okay, okay, definitely. And you have some... Very interesting uh, web series on on your site. So, how did you contact the uh, the creators of of the content? I have to stalk people. Um, <laughs> one of the things, I mean, artists are really protective, and I mean, I consider myself a, an artist, a creative person. Um, I've been like drawing since I was younger, and there's always been something that I've done creative myself. So. Um, yeah, really protective. Nobody wants, everyone kind of wants to own their stuff. And so 
when I first reached out to people, no one was responding, and a few people took a risk on me, um, and they were willing to post the content up on my site. Like, okay, cool, you can put it up. And, you know, once you get one, all you need is one, one person to trust you to to show that your model is proven and other people were more than willing to um, do it. And now people contact me. Sometimes people contact me, sometimes I still contact people, but it's really cool from no one wanting to be on my side or people ignoring me to people saying, hey, I'd love to be on your side. I love, I see your vision. I'd love to be a part of this. Definitely. So about the vision, like how... What, what? How do you decide? Like, what is right for the site? Was you know right for that platform? How do you decide? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of. I was going with the flow at first. I mean, obviously, I knew I wanted it to be web series. But what does web series mean? Um, and I kind of try to listen to the audience and what people want and what people enjoy and what people love. And okay. people love episodic shows. Yeah. You know. There's a lot of reality stuff out there, but people love episodes of series. If you just go online, you'll see that web series, all different types, they have hundreds of thousands of views. So I'm really trying to focus more on episodic shows. You'll see some reality shows that I created myself, but there's like no other reality shows on the site, but mostly episodic shows. So um, if it's episodic um, series scripted series, I should say, but everything's scripted. But yeah, if it's a scripted series, then usually I'm all good with it. If it has a good story, sometimes you know people are still trying to uh, perfect their craft, and so it's not like oh my gosh, you have to be at um like Eva DuVernay status, but you have to have something that's quality that people want to watch, that people want to stick around and listen to. So um that's really more along the lines of what I like to put on my site. Okay, definitely. So how can you explain, because I'm very, very uh, interested and I have a passion for independent media, how important it is because we have this state of, of where we are now in the world with technology where, you know, basically people of color, they can have an idea and they could just basically do it themselves. You don't have to wait for anyone to produce it. We don't have to, you know, wait for funding. Um, we could just do it independently. So can you just talk about, I guess, the importance or the uh, the the availability of uh, independent media? Yeah, I mean, thank God we came up in, at this time because, like, <laughs> it's so funny um, for my site. So I totally know about interviews. I interview people from my site, all the media makers I interview myself, and I asked a question, and it just, like, kind of showed my age. I was like, so what do you think, what's a privilege of having YouTube, and how do you think it's been a game changer? And the person was kind of young, so they are like, huh, YouTube? I don't get why it's a game changer. Like, <laughs> they came up in a generation where YouTube kind of always existed to them. Exactly. Um yeah. Where for, for me, um, you know, I'm a millennial, but I'm older millennial. So for me, I'm like, remember when there was no YouTube? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just know how important it is that we have these portals and these platforms so people 
can actually see the content that's being created. Um, I just saw in The View, Tyler Perry, there was like a report this out that said Tyler Perry actually is producing 25% of the diversity media out there. Wow. And that's kind of crazy. Like one man, because the way Hollywood works, one man is like creating 25% of it. I don't know if it was like black or if it was just diversity in general, but he's creating 25% because he has a production studio, which I think is great. And I respect Tyler Perry's work um, for what he's done and how much he's done for us in the black community and, you know, what he's done for himself. Like who wouldn't want that? But one man to be telling this 25% of the story for black <laughs> people. It's crazy. You know what Definitely. I mean? Um, and there's so many other media makers. So it's just so important that we allow other people to tell stories. Cause there's not just one person making stories. He has great stories with his Medea and you know, Medea goes to, to out of space and everything that he's doing. <laughs> but, in the jail. She's been everywhere. <laughs> yeah. She's been everywhere. She's been in the underground railroad. But I think that, there's so many other stories that people have to tell and independent media makers now get to have that voice and it's so accessible to everyone. So that's why it's so important to support because they're gatekeepers in Hollywood. They're gatekeepers with these major networks that will never allow, um, let's say, I guess 80% of the media makers to be seen on such a broad scale. So, having a platform like mine and having something like YouTube and Vimeo give people the chance to, to get out there and be seen by millions. Definitely. So have you uh, had to interact with YouTube being that you, you know, a lot of your content comes from, from that Avenue. Have you had the contact with them or, or you just basically go directly with the, the content providers, the content producers? Yeah, it, it's really, I mean, I, you know, I don't like to tell my secret. Oh, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but um, yeah, I, I directly contact the producers because they own their content. Even when you have something on YouTube, you still own it. So, you know, there's ways to work around it. And, okay. um, yeah, most, to me, it's important. What I do is really contact the media makers because it's about a community for my platform. It's not about just the content. It's about the community and building a community around these media makers. Of course, of course. So do you see uh, this staying as an online platform or do you see color content, you know, becoming like a channel that we could actually watch the curated content on TV or, or you, you like having it to me yeah to me sky is the limit Um, (laughs) i want it to be everywhere if it could be anywhere everywhere i want it there um but obviously i'm doing this like alone i'm a solo entrepreneur um founded by myself and so for me it's just about pacing myself and finding what's what's most important what's the next step and yeah. that's what I'm always wor- wor- working towards. Um, but to me, I would love to be everywhere because I want to be accessible for everyone. Yeah, definitely. So how do you, how, how, I guess I don't want to know all your secrets. I don't want you to tell your secrets. But how do you know when you decide when you first, first started, did you, how did you decide, like, this is how I wanted to curate it. This is exactly the audience that I wanted. How did you develop that process in your mind? Yeah, I mean, things change. Things have changed from last year to this year. Things have changed from 2014 when I first had the idea to now. Um, 
and I I come from a somewhat a, a little bit of a tech background. I've worked for a tech company, um, okay. and just watching that process and kind of studying what other technology companies did. Even looking at Facebook, like everyone kind of knows that story, so I always kind of tell that story. But you know, Facebook they started one for colleges, like a hot or not list, yeah. and now it's developed into a media company. So to me, it's like you kind of have to listen to what your audience wants, and it's not always about what you want. So that's kind of how I make decisions, what's mm-hmm. best for the – what's best, and also staying true to my vision. Like, ultimately, it's a platform for web series and mm-hmm. created by black media makers. And sometimes when it strays from there, I just have to remind myself, like, hey, that's what it's created to do, and it's supposed to be easily accessible, and I want it to continue to be that way. So – um, okay. I just always work towards those goals and with those ideas in mind. So with that being said, have you, you know, had to call back, you know, content creators to say, you know what, this might not be the right platform for you? Yeah, I mean, there has been times where it's kind of like I've kind of been like kind of jumped the gun and like, yeah, let's work together. Let's be, be on the site and then I'm like oh maybe not because I don't think this is right but I hate telling people <laughs> no um, so it's really hard for me and sometimes I'm like okay we'll figure something out <laughs> uh, but it's kind of worked out so far but it's also made me now more diligent to, to really pay attention to the content that's on my site because I want I don't want to hear like I get criticism my friends give me criticism like oh, I didn't really like that show or you know the sound wasn't right I don't want to hear that, and I don't think people want to hear that criticism when they put so much work into it. It's so much work to create a web series, create content. People are so critical nowadays, but it's so hard. And so I really want to put the best content out there. I want it to be reflective of me and the, and the other media makers on the site. Um, when I'm saying the best, I want it to really be the best. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of had to backtrack sometimes. And also, I mean, I don't mind interviewing people, even if they're not the right person for my site. Okay. So I think that's kind of a way to, like, kind of compromise because, you know, I don't want to tell people no. People have already spoken to me and said, like, Netflix said, well, they have too much black content and, you know, <laughs> it's too black. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad for you guys. I don't want to be like that. I don't yeah. want to be, you know, I want to be inclusive. I want to keep have everybody. Exactly. Um, so it's really hard for me to say no, but I also have to keep my brand um, true to what it is. And so I have to remind myself that, like, I can't have everybody down. Um, I feel bad, but that's how it has to be. Um, but also, I want to, moving forward, I also want to have opportunities to help people create better content um, yeah. with events and also with possibly some kind of funding I think I can help people who have great ideas create the content that everyone would love to watch. So those that are some of the things that would actually for. be cool. Because um, of course people are doing things independently, but the the I guess because YouTube been around so much, the quality like the bar is so high now. It's, it's kind of difficult. So so people expect so much out of web series. They expect basically the same. Um, quality as a regular television production exactly and it's not that easy you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's not like oh my gosh i woke up today and i can just make a web series it's not like that i mean you totally could but um there's snobs there are people who are snobby 
yeah. you know, in every industry. And some people who went to school for it and some people who've been doing it for 20 years. So, you know, some people have natural talent. Some people have great equipment and no talent. Like, I'm hoping that there's a lot of synergy and people to connect with each other to make the quality content because it's out there and it's it's so many talented people with great ideas. And I want people to know that it's possible that they can do it. Definitely, definitely. And uh, we appreciate your platform because, you know, you get letting people express themselves. You're another way, avenue of, of marketing and a lot of creatives. So can you talk about maybe some of the stories of, you know, the content creators they, they've been sharing with you of how people have been uh, finding their content and, and you know, uh, you know, how people been receiving their content from, from, uh, from your site. Yeah, I mean, I really, I don't think a lot of people come back and be like, wow, my gosh, people felt me because of your site. Um, if anything, it's just like, oh, thanks for sharing. Thanks for supporting. It's really as simple as that, but people loving the initial idea of, wow, this is what you do. And then also having a season two, like there's people who last year was my first year, last year was their first year. Yeah. And they posted on my, like, it's all on my site. And then they're doing it again this year. So obviously there's a benefit. They see the benefit. They they appreciate the help. You know, it's not always like, oh, you're doing a great job, a pat on the back. It's more of, yeah, like, of course, I'll do another year. It's it's nothing. So um, just that. Just saying, of course, I'll do it because it's great. What you're doing <laughs> is good. I'm cool with that. Um, it's as simple as that. Okay, okay. Well, Thank you so much for your time. I don't want to, you know, keep you all night. So can you tell people how every way they can reach colored content? Yeah, definitely. I mean, check out coloredcontent.com. Um, or you can also check us. Well, you can check out coloredcontent.com. And then you can go to Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, or Facebook and look look up colorcontent.com, um, color content, and you will find us. Um, I suggest and ask that people subscribe to color content on color con content um, to our email list. That's kind of like our subscription because it's a free service. Let me okay. add that. So just subscribe to our email list because if you do that, then you'll get to know when all the new shows come out, when we have new projects. Sometimes we're we're looking for casting for um, shows or helping other people oh, wow. and giving and having different announcements. So subscribing to our email is the best way to stay in contact and to actually help us support us because our subscribers are kind of our email is kind of like our subscription service. So just support in that way. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Victoria, for your time. I definitely Mommy people, Jay. no problem. People definitely need to check out Color Content. I have some great shows. I even seen you have a couple documentaries. Is that you on the on the site? I mean, yeah, we have. We actually have one documentary that's like a little known fact, even though it's mostly web series. One documentary because I thought it was really cool, and the, the creator is cool too, and she's making some other dope stuff. So yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, definitely going to check out Color Content. Everyone subscribe. Get on the email list. And check out on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so there you have it. That's my interview with Victoria Coker from Colored Content. <laughs> Had a lot of fun with her. You see, she didn't want to give me all her secrets. 
I didn't want the secrets. I just wanted to. I just was so interested in the process. I just wanted to know everything, how everything unfolded. But um, she was a great sport. Loved the interview. Loved the access. Loved the uh, information that she gave. And what she's doing is so important that she's she's building her business, but she's also showing support and and pushing. Uh, colored content basically she's pushing uh brown people to be directors and to be producers and they're give, she's giving them a place where they could showcase their work and they have a, a single place where people of color can find their place find their 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 work find their art and um i love it colored content check it out check out color content on all your social media of course go to their website so you can see the uh, the web series and the documentaries and the various uh, things coming from um, our community, so definitely check out color content. And uh, thank you once again, Vicky. Next week, I don't know what's gonna happen because tomorrow's election day, <laughs> so hopefully the world doesn't end and there will be an episode next week. <laughs> so, but anyway, make sure y'all go out and vote. It's very important, especially this year. And uh, have a good week. Also, rate and review on iTunes as always. Rate and review on iTunes. Email me if you love the show, if you hate the show. Show at averagej.com. What else? What else did I cover? I'm, I'm so excited. I just want. I can't wait to just find out what happens tomorrow. So I'm a little excited, overexcited. But anyway, check out all of my social media. I hate average J A Y, Snapchat, Twitter. I Hate Average Podcast on Instagram. And uh, thank you once again for another great week. Victoria Coca, blow.